Good afternoon. I'm Raylene Ramsey. This is your afternoon news fix for Tuesday, the 7th of February. Chris Hipkins is acknowledging Australia's goodwill with changes to their 501 policy. The Prime Minister is across the ditch today meeting Aussie leader Anthony Albanese. Changes made last week to Australia's 501 deportation laws mean officials will now consider how long a Kiwi has lived there before deciding to deport them. Hipkins says it's a good start. I think it's a sign that the Australian government have taken on board the concerns that we have raised. We'll continue to raise them. Uh, We'll continue to talk. Um, But I want to acknowledge that progress is being made. The sole occupant of a microlight plane that crashed in Stratford and Taranaki today has died. Emergency services were called about a quarter to twelve, with Flint Road closed for a time. More than a week after Auckland's flooding began, people in need are being urged to seek help. As of midday, 276 properties have been red-stickered. Almost 1,600 yellow-stickered and 2,511 have white stickers. Deputy Mayor Desley Simpson says support's available, but Aucklanders need to take the first step and ask for it. Our commitment to Auckland is to make sure that you are supported in your recovery. We will get through this, just like we have with other challenges of recent years. Tens of thousands of people are now homeless in Turkey and Syria, enduring a night of freezing temperatures. The 7.8 magnitude earthquake yesterday has killed upwards of 4,000 people, with the toll climbing hourly. About 33 kilometres from the epicentre in the Turkish city of Gaziantep, people took refuge in shopping malls, stadiums, mosques and community centres. CNN's Jamana Karucha says rescues overnight have been incredibly challenging. You've got the weather, it is freezing, it is snowing, you've got roads that are blocked, and then you've got these powerful aftershocks, more than 130 according uh, to Turkish officials. Our government's contributing $1.5 million for for humanitarian aid for essential relief items. Dunedin's council is amping up its challenge of design changes to the city's new hospital. More than $130,000 is going towards a public campaign, protesting revisions that'll mean fewer beds, operating theatres and MRI units when it opens. The government announced the proposal after news of a cost blowout last month. Mayor Jules Raddick says they hope the public will engage with the campaign. We'll be having a, a petition and then from then uh, we'll, depends if it's required or not, move to things in the street and perhaps something at town hall. I'm Raylene Ramsey, and that is your latest... No, sorry, let me do the sports headlines first, and then I'll sign off. The All Blacks have confirmed the venues for their two home tests ahead of this year's Rugby World Cup. They'll host South Africa at Mount Smart Stadium as part of the Rugby Championship on July 15, before squaring off against Australia in a daytime Dunedin test on August 5th. Australian 2020 cricket captain Aaron Finch has called time on his international career. And Breakers owner Matt Walsh has expressed overwhelming pride in his franchise's bounce-back Australian Basketball League season. OK, this time I'm Raylene Ramsey. That is your latest news fix and we'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the News Talk ZB Newsroom.